0: And be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. (laughs) All right. We're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. (laughs)
1: Syracuse New York
0: so find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com we've drank
1: Bullfinch's beer before Dave the brewmaster at Bullfinch makes amazing beers check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch you can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com come join us on Saturday July the 29th
0: at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye.
2: (laughs) You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast.
3: A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. Sometimes I don't hear your clap. The noise reduction kills yours every time. I don't ever hear it. That's interesting. Because like... I
2: saw it at the same time as mine, but all I heard was just like the weak sounding single clap in an echoey room. And it's like, oh, that's that's a very sad sound.
3: Yeah, the the noise reduction kills claps. And if you laugh loudly, it kills that too. You mm-hmm. just silence out.
2: I've actually noticed that, like sometimes when someone particularly makes me uh, ruffle, uh, it'll say like um, noise, like reducing noise we'll or something like noise. that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, listen, you judgy bitch.
3: Google me. <laughs> they, he- they need to hear me in all my glory. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. Yeah, so a uh, brand new show came out on Netflix oh. uh, just, just uh, this just last week. and Now, for you those listening, this came out last week. I'm so out um, of touch with Netflix, I know. Well, so here it is. So the new show is Beef, uh, which stars Ali Wong and Steve Yuen, Which oh yeah. Is- phenomenal listen the, so this is this is uh one of 824's like first big um TV series I just saw a and trailer it very for much this. feels like an a24 series especially towards the end it gets varied you're like oh right that's who's making this this uh series I love uh, I
2: mean I love both of these actors in the mains I, I love them so much.
3: Oh my god, like top, like top tier performances of their career in my opinion. Like this is this is one of the best shows I've watched this this year and I would be really surprised, you know, if if anything beat this out aside from The Last of Us. Wow. Um, but like this is just a, like for a comedy series like this is it? Like this is you know definitely one of the best shows I've watched in a long time. But specifically this year, even though it's just started. So this this uh the series is actually directed who is the showrunner Jake Schreier, um who Jake did a lot of other stuff that I did like. Uh, so he was the director for Minks, uh, wow. which was on uh, HBO. I love that. Uh, a yeah, great really like that. He was the director for Brand New Cherry Flavor, which was on Netflix, and that show was weird as fuck. Heard that. That was very, very weird. Uh, he also directs uh, the series, uh, Dave. Never, uh, I haven't watched it, but I know that people uh, generally enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's done a couple of other things aside from that that are pretty noteworthy, but um, these these are the big ones uh, for that. But there's, there's a lot of really good people on this. So like the main writer is uh, Lee Sung Jin, um, who uh, he did Undone. He's a writer on Dave. He was a writer on Tuca and Birdie um you know he was a writer for girl boss um what else a a few other things on two broke girls mothman it's always sunny so like you know he he is one of the he created this series um so this is from him so so ali wong stand-up comedian steve yuen everyone knows from uh walking dead and uh and nope and stuff like that fantastic
2: actors both
3: so the It's just, just phenomenal. And they, they both do such a really good job. Like this is really Ali Wong showcasing her acting chops. She's very much known for those comedic roles. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, she had a few moments in Suicide Squad, uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, where she kind of got to act like a normal character, but she's, (laughs) I mean, she's only in it for like a few minutes. Yeah. Um, and then of course she was in Paper Girls, uh, for, you know, for a few bits. And I, that was another one where I'm like, why is she not in more of this show? Like... This is so good.
2: Yeah. But um, just having you bring that show up just makes me sad all over again because I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the first season and then just knowing that's never going to be finished.
3: It's never going to be. You have to jump to the mo- to the uh, graphic novel. So the story of, of Beef uh, is insane. So Ali Wong plays a character named Amy Lau and Steve Yuen plays a character named Danny Cho. Uh, and basically what happens is Danny, you know, He's down and out. This is episode one, right? This is all shown in the trailer as well. He's down and out. Episode one, you know, he's he's just, you could tell like he is done. Like he is done with life. He goes to back out of his parking spot at a grocery store and Amy Lau's uh, truck, it, you know, SUV is kind of like driving by him. She stops because he almost hits her. He stops. She slams on her horn and holds it down for a really long time. Finally drives away, sticks her finger out the window, and gives the old "f uh, to him. To which uh, he chases her down because he is in this like. Everything sucks. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm going after this person. So off he goes. They, they get into this road rage incident where they're chasing people, you know, chasing each other down in their cars. They like wheel over somebody's garden who oh, catches geez. it on his ring cam. You know, they finally like almost run into each other. And like, it's a whole ordeal. And she gets away and he's like, ah, fuck. And basically, the plot of the show is how that simple incident escalates and escalates and escalates to the most insane things. I have ever seen happen. Like, it escalated. This is like you know, you miss a trash can and like a million pigeons die. Like this is the equivalent of like, that's the jump that it makes from like this really stupid road rage incident to like the most insane shit possible. And I fucking loved it. I It was just, every episode I was like, what the fuck? Oh my God. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was just, it. you know, it's really written very well. You get to know and feel for each character. Like it comes to a point where, you know, at the end of the series, I was kind of like, I don't know who to root for. I feel for both of you, but you're both literally insane. Like there is nothing sane about either of you. And like, there's no way that this turns out good for either of you. You're both literally insane. Uh, and I freaking loved it to death. I, it was such a fantastic show ended really crazy. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if they'll ever get another season, but if it does, I will, you know, midnight start watching that series.
2: That sounds fantastic. Um, I actually have kind of a, a bit of a direct connection from that. Cause I was looking at James Schreier, Schreier's, uh, IMDB profile. Jake Schreier. Jake, yeah. Uh, Jake Schreier. Yeah. Thank you. Um, as an aside, he's directing uh, the upcoming Thunderbolt series, which is oh right, be interesting. yeah. But uh, he directed the 2015 adaptation of Paper Towns, which stars Cara Delevingne. And Ellen oh. and I just finished this week watching uh, the Hulu series Planet Sex with Cara Delevingne, uh, which I won't dive too oh, that's deeply. That's on Hulu. It is on Hulu. Yeah, I thought it was on HBO
3: for some reason. No,
2: it's a it's a Hulu original and. Uh, it's she, it's a, I want to say six episode. Let me just confirm that real quick. Uh, yeah. Six episode mini series, uh, where each episode breaks down an aspect of, human sexuality, gender expression, attraction, uh, things like that. And she's kind of like, she's traveling the world, speaking to, to all sorts of of different, diverse voices and people in various communities, uh, about their experiences with their own sexuality, with their own gender expression. Uh, in like, it's just, it's really, really fascinating. I know I, I, you know, personally, having, you know, been on, been on my own journey of, uh, of exploration for the last several months, really appreciated the episode on gender identity and how that uh, has manifested in, you know, cultures throughout history and how that manifests now and how different people explore it. And this underlying theme throughout every episode is Kara, as, you know, a model and an actor and like very much in the public eye, never feeling like she had the freedom to explore her own gender and sexuality. And that like really just becomes this recurring theme as she's hearing other people's stories and trying to process like what does this mean for me and i love that like you know it's a docuseries there is no like there's no storyline no resolution it's not like at the end she's like and now this is what i am and who i want to be and like i know everything like it's an ongoing exploration and i think it's really great and i think like honestly is the the kind of thing that really anyone should should sit down and like really try to to learn and understand. Uh, you know, for fair warning, as the the name might imply, there is some nudity and obviously some sexual uh, experiences, but it is not like overtly sexual, and there's not like a shit ton of nudity. It is really focused more on the individuals and their experiences, and it's it's not just like. You know, how, how do we get porn onto Hulu? Uh, right. So for anyone who, who might be curious about that, it is reasonably safe to watch in most company. And then, you know, obviously your own discretion beyond that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's uh, my direct connection to, to beef. Uh,
3: uh, I- so before you uh, move on, the Cara De Levine part where she's discovering her sexuality directly yeah. influenced the last season of Carnival Row because in Carnival Row the whole series like all of of season 1 and most of season 2 is about her and Orlando Bloom ah. getting together but in the spoiler for the very in the very end of the series uh she ends up with another uh female fairy um which is really interesting because like it didn't make sense you know as much as I'm like good for them
2: yeah but
3: where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> because it was like, it's with another fairy that we knew the entire series, and we never really see them like getting flirty or anything like that. It's just all of a sudden she marries her, and you're like, what? But. You guys were ma- married. Like I don't understand. Huh. It was very weird, but I remember reading that it was about Cara Levine being like, "No, I'm not going to, you know, play it straight anymore." That's fantastic. Uh, that's, that's it. So it, it completely changed the ending of Carnival Row to match that discovery from from this docu series.
2: Good for her. Good for her. And yeah, like it, it. She she has a lot of moments of introspection of like exploring the, you know, the masculine side of her and, like, her, her like, fluid sexuality. Uh, before I move on, I'll point out, there's, there's one, like, really incredible experiment that they do uh, where they get two people, in this case it was Kara and then a, uh, a person who identifies as a cis male. Uh, they sat on, you know, facing each other but with a curtain between them and put on VR headsets. And the VR headsets fed them the other person's POV Uh, So like, you know, they looked down and they would see that person's hands, their body and whatnot. And the the whole experiment was talking about how you can kind of trick the the brain uh, into changing its perception of things to where like, you know, someone would walk up to them and like, touch hands with them to give them the sensation that like, yes, what you are seeing is connected to your body. And like basically rewiring the brain to accept this to the point where when they remove the curtain and see themselves through the other person's eyes, it's this like
3: life-changing experience. I'm like, I wanna try that. That seems yeah. really fucking cool. It's That's like the, the experiment where they put the fake hand And then you put your hand over, like, a thing and you hit your hand with a hammer and you, like, you wince, you know, or whatever. Yep. Yeah, that's
2: pretty interesting. It's the same idea of, like, changing the way your brain perceives the world around you. Uh, And it's particularly cool for people who do experience gender dysphoria to think of this idea, like, you could essentially body swap with someone who has the gender that you identify as and, like trick your brain into like actually feeling and experiencing being in that body. And like, that's really, really fascinating. And then this moment like where they just like hug each other and just hold each other. And it's like this really powerful moment. It's like, I, I loved it. It's just really, really beautiful. Um, but uh, along uh, more of the lines of uh, popular culture, um, Immediately, almost immediately, within minutes of uh, us stopping recording last week on our on our episode, uh, Ellen and I went to see the Dungeons and Dragons movie. And yeah, we, it's been getting crazy good reviews. I honestly could not believe. Like I was. I was cautiously optimistic just based on like the initial reports that I've been hearing like first of all when I read that the the cast had apparently done a campaign before filming, I'm like, okay, so someone understands the importance of these characters these these actors not you know, just playing characters but understanding the world building and the RP elements and like what the 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 combat is actually gonna feel like all of these different elements uh, like they're taught if they didn't already know, which I would be shocked to, to learn that several of these players, you know, people didn't already play d d at some point in their life, but like you're being taught all those important elements. So when I learned that, I was like, okay, so they're taking it seriously. The cast is absolutely bonkers. Like, I think you and I were talking about this the other day. It's like, there's no way that I would look at this uh, and think like, Yeah, Hugh Grant is is who I expect to play a you know a roguish thief in a D anD D party. Yeah, absolutely, that that tracks. But like, no, he's phenomenal. Uh, But yeah, the the earlier reports were good, and knowing that. It's almost impossible for it to be worse than the other Dungeons and Dragons movie uh that we covered uh with, back with our DD party. Like yeah. it would have been it would have been like an aggressive effort to make a movie worse than that. Uh and so with with such a low bar, I went into it just just hoping it would be fun. But my goodness, without without spoiling anything, uh the the cast play their roles perfectly. You you get a read on like what their player class is, and like kind of what their experience level is, and the combat mechanics feel like a real-time version of what a turn-based combat feels like. Um, there is a moment um, where like you watch a wild shaped druid shape-shifting in like r- like rapid succession, and you're like, "Well, you know, you can't do that in real combat," but then you realize, oh. She shapeshifts, she moves, someone attacks her, it's their turn, then it's her turn, she shapeshifts, she moves, someone attacks her, so it is actually a rotation of turns. That's Um, really clever. But it's done so fast that it, it feels very natural and very fluid and very, like... You know, like on the surface very not d d but when you look at like break down how the scene actually works like shit that is 100 d d mechanics and so um that is I think the the most glowing recommendation that I can give it is that it truly understands the world of d d there's some like real deep cut references that uh they're definitely fan service but they don't feel like pandering it feels like again like this this is just fleshing out this world that Yeah. Like I'm not even that familiar with, and I recognize so many of this. So people who are deep into the lore and who played for decades, I think are really going to feel right at home. Um, I, I really loved it and I haven't heard anyone say yet that they didn't. So, uh, for our listeners out there, if you were on the fence about it, I think absolutely go see it. First chance you get
3: Totally. And if you're super into uh, D&D and game design and stuff like that, you want to listen to our show Fourth Pillar of Play. It's true. Um, uh, it's it's great. Josh and Talon are the host of that. They're basically designing a whole campaign, a whole uh, world and characters and you know, and, and monsters and stuff like that. They've done such a great job of building the world of Eldorash, I think it's pronounced. Um, pretty awesome. Check out that podcast, The Fourth Pillar of Play. Mm-hmm. Super easy to find it if you just go to nightshiftradio.com it's right on the front page. Easy peasy. Find your streaming. You know, it's funny we talk about Dungeons and Dragons. I forgot to mention there's a there's a really funny scene uh in in the show Beef where one of the characters' husbands um end up ends up cheating, but he he more specifically gets, as he calls it, an emotional tangle entanglement oh. where he ends up, you know, entwining with this girl. He says that they don't do anything physical. We, you know, as the audience, we don't know. Um, you know, but he says he doesn't do anything physical, but they just got emotionally entwined and they fell in love with each other. And as he's describing this to, to his spouse, you know, he's describing like how everything happened and, you know, he's describing in a very like ethereal, cosmic way. And she's like, this isn't Dungeons and Dragons. I don't need the lore. Did you fuck her or not?
1: <laughs>
3: and I believe it was an absolutely hilarious scene. <laughs> it was very tying into all of this. And that's pretty great.
2: Uh, nerd references.
3: <laughs> nerd references. Absolutely great. It. Yeah, so uh we've got a brand new episode coming out this Sunday, Die in a Gunfight. Again, all of our episodes this month are available on Hulu in America as of time of recording them. Um Die in a Gunfight, uh uh, you know, like we said, is on Hulu. So if you're the type of person that watches movies before we review them, that's where you can go see it. Do it. Uh, otherwise, just, just listen to our review and determine whether, you know, if we liked it, you want to watch it. If we hated it and you want to watch it, I don't know, whatever your thing is. I know there's some critics that if they hate a movie, I'm like, I know I'm going to like it then. True. You know, because, like, I know that critic and I know the taste they have because that's how you should follow critics. You follow the ones that have similar tastes in you and not just everybody because you don't know. Right. That's it's their personal opinions interjected into you know, the idea of the movies. You gotta follow the ones that have similar tastes in you or vice versa. Follow the ones that have exact opposite tastes in you and you get the same result. You get Mm -hmm. to go to a movie you actually like. Um, Yeah, so there it is. So, uh, you know, if you're watching on YouTube hit that uh, like, subscribe button. You know, we have brand new episodes every Thursday on YouTube. For those of you podcast world, brand new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. Sunday's being our full movie review. Thursday's basically being the hey, what you watching Uh, episodes. Um, So thanks a lot for joining us, everyone. Make sure to share this out with everyone. Leave a rating and review. You know the deal. You've Mm -hmm, listened to podcasts. mm -hmm. You've watched YouTube videos. You know what you need to do. And we would appreciate it. So thanks a lot for joining us. And we will see you next Sunday.